Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Five Tears Talks. Today, we're joined with a very special guest, Nikki Singh. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. Yay! We're so excited to talk with Nikki today and hear about all the amazing things that she does to raise awareness about mental health and many other things. So, Nikki, why don't you start off and tell us just a little bit about what you do and what caused you to kind of start what um, you do? Yeah, so um, I'm Nikki Singh, uh, and uh, I'm the founder of a nonprofit organization called OK to Be Me. Uh, and I founded it about, um, I would say, like six years ago. Wow. Uh, I, was, I was just about to enter fifth, uh, fifth grade, yeah. Uh, or no, I was in fourth grade, yeah, sorry. Um, something like that. And uh, yeah, so I founded OK to Be Me, and it all started because I was bullied a lot um, growing up, especially like in elementary school, middle school. Um, and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to say that I haven't experienced a lot of bullying going into high school. Um, but I know that despite having been bullied, uh, I know a lot of kids had it worse than me. And, you know, it results in things like suicide. It results, you know, in a lot of depression in a lot of kids. And it's a big problem with a lot of stigma around it. And uh, so I was really passionate about that and just knowing that while I had it bad, um, you know, in kindergarten and in elementary school, middle school, you know, I think that a lot of kids had it worse than me and that really was what hurt me a lot. And so that inspired me to kind of create OK Be Me. And it's pretty much what the name says. It's kind of spreading awareness on. So the initial initiative, I would say, was to kind of spread awareness on anti-bullying and also just self-discovery. Um, and to be honest, like, Throughout middle school, um, I actually stopped working on it. I actually kind of put the organization aside. Um, and I guess that was just out of personal fear of like, oh, well, I don't know how to, you know, promote, um, you know, OK to be me. I don't know how to spread this message, how to break the stigma around mental health. You know, I'm just a middle schooler. I don't know how to do anything. Right. And so I actually took a break from OK to be me. And the pandemic is actually what inspired me to kind of go back all this free time that I had. I kind of went back and I reflected on what Okimi stands for and how I can kind of promote this idea of self-discovery. And to be honest, our initiative has kind of changed because, you know, initially I wanted to hone in on mental health and hone in on, you know, self-discovery and anti-bullying. But when reflecting um, during the pandemic, I think that our initiative has changed a little bit. And I think that it's, um, we reach out to a bigger audience and now our main goal is to kind of just educate people and educate, um, you know, younger kids, especially on just different issues in our society that have a lot of stigma around it, whether that's mental health, whether that's, um, you know, last month we were donating to um, an organization called the Karam Foundation, and that's they support Syrian refugees. Right. And so we kind of our goal now is to just spread awareness on. Um, just educate people on different issues that are affecting a lot of people today, you know, especially with this pandemic. And so um, that's pretty much our main initiative now. That is so cool, Nikki. That's like, so awesome. I'm in like <laughs> awe listening to you like talk about this. Like, that's just so cool for you to realize that at such a young age too. Like, that's something that so many kids aren't even thinking about. Like, and you're saying in fourth grade, you kind of started to think about that. And that's just so impressive like that's like props to you for doing that that's really really cool 
Um, so my, one of my like first kind of initial questions is, is this, um, just you running this or is there like more people that you have involved in it or is okay to be me just like your thing? So it's primarily just me. Um, I hope to eventually have more people on board and kind of work with more people. Um, but, um, it's really just me and I've had help with my parents. Like my, um, parents have kind of set up like a Facebook account and stuff. Like when I was little, when I couldn't have, you know, social media, um, and they've kind of helped me like build a website, but um, yeah, it's pretty much just me and all my parents, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's really, really great. So um, you've been doing this since fourth grade, which like Kay said, like that's so, so, so impressive just cause like when a lot of fourth graders and stuff, you know, don't really even think about the impact of what like, society and like their own personal you know opinions and words have on other people and so what other groups have you kind of reached out through kind of throughout all of this and kind of like how how has that helped with the growth of your own group personally so before when I started the organization like I said I didn't really have like a set plan I didn't really know what to do I just know I just knew okay I want to help people but I didn't know how to do that so it all started with uh me I wrote a song when I was in like fourth grade and um it got produced and uh I put it on YouTube and I put it on our website and I kind of gained um you know I it kind of reached a bigger audience and uh that's how I got people to kind of become aware of me and then when I took a break you know I kind of just you know stopped and um and then after I had like the kind of epiphany during the pandemic, um, my the first thing I wanted to donate to the first organization was the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And so that was um, kind of the first organization that we donated to as the new OK to be me. Um, and then uh, we ended up we our last organization was the Crown Foundation. And now it's you guys. Five tears. Yay, I'm so excited that you're partnering with us. That's so fun. Well, people listening can't see this, but you're in like a music studio area right now. You have drums behind you. And I know I'm into music. Sydney's really into yeah. music. So um, how has like music played a role in all of this besides, or has it played a role at all in this besides that song? Or if you want to tell us a little bit more about the song or something. Oh, no, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, so I'm in a music studio. Um, I'm actually in my basement. So my... Um, my dad's in a band and I'm a huge um, musician. I play saxophone, I sing, I play piano. Uh, and I know both of you are really involved with the music programs and stuff. Um, and so yeah, music has definitely impacted me and my journey um, and just kind of the growth of okay Me in general. Um, it all started with that song I wrote in fourth grade and that's kind of what propelled the, and gave okay Me momentum. Um, and during the pandemic, I wrote another song in the studio actually, um, because I've always been like really into just producing and orchestration and just kind of songwriting, that kind of stuff. And um, and so that was kind of something I did, um, you know, when I had all this free time, you know, during lockdown. And I put the song out and um, I put it on our website and that's also, it gained a lot of traction and it, um, I think that's what also what helped propel okay me and I that's what I try to do I try to bridge my passion in music actually and try to use that to grow to help um okay me grow and I think that's what's helped me and it's also helped kind of strengthen this idea of like you know be yourself and 
as cliche as it sounds, and you know, our our name is okay to me. I mean, I really try to use my personal interests and who I am to promote change. And I try to use like who I am to change, you know, our society and break the stigmas around mental health and just, you know, all these other issues in our world today. So yeah, music has definitely been a strong factor in the growth of Okinomi and just, um, you know, just personally how I've been able to kind of grow Okinomi as well. That's and awesome. I feel, like, I feel like that's a really, really strong point that you made. Kind of how like being able to use your own personal kind of feelings of self-love and things that kind of build you up as a person and ways to cope and stuff. I feel like that's something really important, especially to show to an audience and be like, like it's okay to do things that you love because it's good for you. And so kind of connecting off of that, like how do you think us, especially as high schoolers involved in, you know, different programs, different groups and stuff like that, how do you think we can work on kind of breaking that mental health stigma a little bit, you know? That's that's a great question. I really think, uh, I would say just don't wait. Um, you know, I think that we talk about mental health a lot in high school. I remember, you know, we, we have mental health units and, you know, actually like, you know, seventh and eighth grade and then a lot in, middle, in, in high school, we have our mental health unit. But I think that we need to start talking about it at a much younger age. And I experienced bullying and a lot of insecurities as a young kid like going into kindergarten at the age of six. And, you know, like, you know, people I talk to my cousins who have faced bullying, who are in second grade, first grade. And it's, we, we kind of hone into, you know, um, you know, mental health as affecting, you know, a lot of, you know, um, teenagers and it does, but I think also we need to break the stigma at a younger age and kind of make it less of a foreign concept by the time we're in high school and we start really honing in on it, it's already such a, we already have this idea of the world of, oh, people are going to make fun of me if I have a mental illness. People are going to say something, you know, people are going to think weird if I have, you know, and I think that if we start kind of breaking that, um, you know, bridge between kids and, you know, this idea of mental health, if we start talking about it in elementary schools, if we start promoting this idea, you know, at a much younger age, I think it'll help a lot of kids um, in general. And I think that as high schoolers, we need to just do it. I've struggled with this. You know, I put my organization on hold for five years. You know, I just, I waited for the right time to do something, the right way to promote, the right time to speak out. And I honestly regret that. I, I wish I had done something more during that time I had in middle school. Um, and so, yeah, I say to all high schoolers listening to this, just don't wait, just start doing something, anything. I mean, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to, you don't have to start an organization. You just, you just donating to five tiers, donating to, you know, okay to me, um, supporting the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, anything, just don't wait. That's a really good point. I totally agree with that. Especially like, just like what you were saying, like even little things that don't require starting an organization, like people who struggle with mental health, um, and especially especially people that don't struggle with mental health, like don't realize that the littlest things that you can do to someone who's struggling, the littlest things that you can say to someone or check in on them or something, like it's a huge, huge, huge help because it kind of shows as a resource. And I think that everything that you're doing right now, especially even by making these big moves, by 
raising so much money for these organizations and donating them and spreading a bunch of awareness about it like it just kind of puts the idea in people's minds which I think is something that's really really awesome yeah I feel like I've already like yeah really it's awesome I feel like I've already seen like a big change almost I feel like that from me being younger to to now like younger as in like elementary school I feel like I already see it becoming more of a normal conversation. I don't know if that's me. Maybe it could be because I'm in high school now. So I have more access to like social media and I'm having more conversations with people about it because I'm older. But I feel like that there are so many people who are focused on mental health now. And it's becoming more of like a big conversation that a lot of people are becoming passionate about and doing something about it. And I think if we continue, I'm not saying everyone is because unfortunately there are still people out there that live in a world where there's so much stigma around mental health still and I think if we keep continuing to you know doing what we're doing and doing what you're doing it's it can really help those people that are still you know struggling a lot with the stigma around um suffering with a mental illness so I think it's really great and Kay like you brought up a really good point like you know there are unfortunately like some people who don't believe in mental health or don't want to speak out about it but um, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, when I was in elementary school, I feel like I talk about it now as a high schooler much more and I'm more, I feel more free to do it. Um, and, you know, I felt like embarrassed almost in, in, you know, middle school and elementary school. And like, it wasn't a big topic, but I feel like now, like I totally agree with, your saying, with what you're saying. Like there is so much more freedom to talk about it, which is amazing. But I think with that, there's also just that a lot to be done. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with, um, your point that was a really good point you made yeah yeah that I mean that just emphasizes your point about saying not to wait because you're saying (laughs) how you were embarrassed to talk about that kind of stuff when you were younger but now that you're in high school like you can and you're older you're more mature like you feel like you can freely talk about it so that literally like proves your point about why we need to like we need to start making this a normal thing and not even middle school, because I, I mean, I remember talking about this stuff in middle school. I mean, it was, I wasn't like super, you know, like into it or anything. Like I wasn't about to, I mean, we started five tiers in like seventh grade, but in sixth grade, like, you know, I was still felt pretty young, but I mean, what you're saying, is like, we need to make this like a thing that like is normalized to, I mean, kids. And I mean, I know that's such a, I mean, we keep repeating ourselves on saying that, but it's that's just such like a valid point that it really and you're just what by what you're saying it's really proving that so I know especially since we're talking about normalizing the concept of mental health and being able to talk about it more freely I feel like definitely it's it's common today especially with you know certain types of parents and teachers that have a hard time having this conversation and have a hard time recognizing my child is struggling or my child is going through this and I don't know what to do, you know? So like, what are some ways that kind of like you've seen through helping out these other organizations that have kind of helped you realize this is how we can help teach parents and teachers and adults and kind of just like people who may not have had the ability to see mental health for what it really is um, and kind of help them help other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we've all had like, you know, mental health units in high school and middle school, you know, and teachers like explaining this. But I think it's one thing to talk about it and say, oh, it's normal, right? It's, 
you know, it's, it's okay to speak out about it, right? But it's one thing to actually be part of that solution and to actually take action. And I think just being open to kids, being open to listening. I think that this is a big problem that not just with mental health, but a lot of the issues that our country and our world is facing today is that a lot of times something that's foreign to us or something that we're not comfortable with, right? We have a hard time accepting it. We have a hard time listening to it or listening to the other person, right? And I think just, um, I think we just have to have an open mind and especially older generations, uh, you know, teachers, parents, grandparents even, um, and people who, you know, have grown up with this idea, you know, with this, with mental health and being a foreign concept, um, I guess just kind of being able to listen. That's really the biggest um, thing that's helped me um, when I have someone I can, I know will listen to me. And I know I can, that I can just, they'll, they'll have an open ear and that, you know, they won't judge me for what I say. That I think is really impactful. And it's something so simple. It's something you know, that seems so like, you know, dumb to talk about, right? Like, okay, like, listen, I can listen, right? But it's, I mean, it's so simple, but it's so impactful. And it's, I've seen it, it's helped so many kids when I, you know, if I talk to like, you know, my cousins, like I said, who have been bullied, and like, I just, you know, they just need someone, they call, they'll FaceTime me on a random day and just, you know, tell me. And, you know, by the end, they'll be like, thank you, you know, this helped, this helped me so much. And, um, and I think just being able to listen to your children, listen to your students, and just be open to what they have to say without having any judgment. I think that it's, we talk about it, you know, we say it's normal, but it's one thing to talk about it and it's another thing to actually do it and, you know, act upon it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's amazing. I really, I completely agree with that. Um, besides kind of having someone to talk to and besides starting um, Okay To Be Me, what are just some other things that um, you have realized really help you when you're struggling and mentally you're just not doing okay? What are things um, that have helped you, ways that you kind of maybe like practice some self-care um, or even just like advice that you want to give to people if they're, you know, starting to really like struggle and not do good? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. And I know like a lot of kids have been struggling, especially this past year with the pandemic and, you know, jumping from e-learning to e-hybrid and, you know, all this stuff, it's been really tough. And to be honest, like there have been days where I've just been like not motivated to do anything because it's just, there's so much anxiety and it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And I think music, like I said before, has probably been the number one thing I've, um, yeah, no, I can see, but yeah, I'm in um, a studio and I spend a lot of time down here whenever I'm, you know, feeling really stressed about school or just really down. Um, and, you know, I have a lot of anxiety. I can just, just kind of recognizing things that I can do without having to think about, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. when I, when I am down here, I just, I create, I don't think about anything. And it just, it's something like, I don't even have to, I don't, I, I don't even have to think about it. Like if I play, like I'm personally not an athletic person. So like for me, like playing a sport would be stressful, but I know so many kids who are like, that's their outlet. That's, that's what they love doing. Right. And so for me, like I can come down here without having to think about anything. I can just, you know, play the piano. I can write, I can just relax. And I think that's, I think it's important for kids to take this time and recognize things that make you happy. And I've learned that when you do something that makes, that makes you happy, it doesn't feel like you're doing work. It doesn't feel like you're, 
you don't feel any obligation to, to, to do it, right? And, you know, like, I've, I've realized that, you know, music, I also do, um, I also do, like, henna and mendy um, on my hand or my sister, or I'll, like, draw, like, sketches and stuff, and that's something I also do to kind of um, help me when I'm feeling stressed. Um, and I think that, yeah, to kids who are listening to this, adults, whoever is listening to this, yeah, I think recognizing something that makes you feel free. And I think because a lot of things we do things like, you know, extracurriculars, but those can sometimes bring so much stress as well, right? A lot of the kids are swamped with, you know, a lot of um, after school sports, right? Those take a lot of time and a lot of, um, you know, like after school music programs also take a lot of time. And I think just finding something that makes you feel free and something that you don't feel like you have to do, but you just, you're doing it because you love it. And with that, you can, you can not only help yourself, but I feel like I found that you can, you can really help the people around you too. Yeah, I yeah. think that's, that's a really, really, really awesome point because it kind of, you know, shows that like doing things that you don't need to kind of prove yourself for, or like do things that you don't need to, you know, put up a front and kind of like reach a certain expectation are really, really good for you. And I think that all the things that you're talking about, like they sound really, really awesome, especially in ways that you can personally connect to yourself and be like, this is something that I love and this is something that I don't need to prove myself to other people for. And so, yeah, and I feel like that also emphasizes your fact even more about um, um, it's okay to be me and being yourself and staying true to yourself because I think a lot of people get caught up in all the schoolwork they have to do and all the activities they have going on and they don't they don't take a second for themselves and they don't they put all those things aside that they truly love and they don't make time for it and they and I think that you saying this is really making emphasizing a good point of you need to make time in your life and in your week and to just take a moment for you take a moment and whether that is going and going in your basement and doing some music or drawing or going outside and getting some physical activity and like you need to find what you like and you need to give you give yourself you know that time during the week to just kind of release all the buildup because we're all you know like you're saying we're all in school or we're in work but then things change because of the because of the pandemic so it's just like you need to find that thing and allow that to just kind of like release you know all the stress that you might have building up oh yeah that's that's a great point like um you know it's easy to kind of get caught up in you know all the stress from school extracurriculars and just um you know all the buildup like you said and i um that's a really good point you know like if we take time for ourselves we'll release that stress and i think we also have better relationships with other people and when we free ourselves, we're able to interact and, and, you know, communicate and just be better people and be better in society when we're, our, when we take care of ourselves, we're able to help others when we take care of ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, so, yeah, you brought up a great point, both of you. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, yeah, I just feel like being able to, especially with people that you are really close with that struggle with mental health, that may be stuck in that spot where they don't know how to care for themselves or they don't know what to do to kind of help all of the stress and like all of the some like depression or anxiety that they may feel that they may be feeling because like that's a huge thing is like when you're 
really like when you're going through a really rough patch, like you kind of lose all sense of how to take care of yourself. And I think that you bring up a really, really good point where if you show them like there are ways you can do this without having to, without having to present yourself or make anything like a chore, you know, like there are things that you can do that simple things that you can do that you love, which will help. And I think showing somebody that like, I like, I'm able to do this and you can do it too. I feel like that's a really, really good point. Nikki, is there anything else you want to just like tell us about your organization? All right. Um, yeah. I mean, first of all, I wanted to say again, thank you so much for inviting me on your podcast. I've listened like to other episodes and it's, I love what you guys are doing with five tiers. It's amazing. Um, so thank you for having okay to me um, featured this episode. Um, but yeah, okay to me. I think um, I really hope that we just, end up reaching a bigger audience. And um, yeah, again, I mean, we originally toned, honed into mental health and um, to, uh, you know, like fighting against bullying. But I think now we kind of present ourselves as a funnel to bridge different issues that our society is faced, you know, right? Like whether that's identity, whether it's, you know, with, you know, refugee that we donated to, um, like a, an organization that supported refugees, right? Whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's, you know, all these different organizations that I personally am passionate about. Um, and I think all these organizations that we, we try to donate to, or that we try to like, all these issues that we, um, that we try to focus on, uh, we really try to spread this message of just learning about each other. Like we should learn about our struggles. We should learn about our differences and celebrate them we should learn about struggles like mental health, right? We should we should be open to that and we should have more discussions like these. And I think it's great how you guys are doing this podcast because it allows us to be able to do that. Um, and so, yeah. Nikki, that's amazing. I'm literally like still like in awe of like hearing from all this stuff that you're doing because it's just, it's, it's amazing. Like I'm seriously like speechless thinking about it because you're, we're such, I mean, we're the same age, but I'm saying like, we're young still. And the, like the fact that you're able to do all of this and have so much passion for it is literally amazing. Um, thank you for all that you do. Like, thank you so much. Cause I know that a lot of the things you're passionate in, I know that I'm definitely passionate in, and probably same with Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for being a voice for, um, a lot of people out there that want to help make a difference. So thank you for everything that you do. Mm-hmm. And also just like, thanks. Thank you for like, w- be willing to collaborate with five tiers. Like we're so honored to be able to like even associate ourselves with you right now. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you so much for inviting me here and for your kind words. It truly means a lot because um, yeah, it's been, it's been a long journey, but I'm really in awe of what five tiers has done and like how you guys started when you were in seventh grade. Like that's literally insane. But um. But yeah, no, thank you so much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure speaking and it was a pleasure collaborating with you guys. Yeah, we're so excited. All right, everyone, make sure to go check out okay to be me Do you guys have like a website that they can look up? Yeah, yeah, it's um okay and then T-O-B-E-M-E, um, okay to be me, all one word, um, dot org. All right, perfect. Guys, go make sure to check out Nikki's website. It's literally amazing. Please go help her out, donate to her. And thank you guys for doing this podcast this week. We're so happy that we got able to do it. 
So thanks guys for listening to Five Tears Talks and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.